We are the change that we seek. President Barack Obama. You are listening to the Legacy Atlas podcast with Dr. Tamika Lett. Welcome back to the Legacy Atlas podcast. Last week we had a great, 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 great um, session just talking about understanding your rights and what belongs to you and how you can take that and transform that into your passion and get into the place where you have more power over your actions because you're more knowledgeable of what you can, cannot do. And I hate to say cannot, but what you can, cannot do and what belongs to you. And I think that's empowering in itself. So thank you, Mike, for just providing some great feedback and motivation into how we can better focus on um, knowing our rights and getting to the point where we're responsible for our own education. And I think that is important. So this week, we're talking all about taking a stand. So many people look at taking a stand as taking one side of an issue. Um, And it's not always so cut and dry as that. There are many ways that you can take a stand, uh, stand up for your rights, stand up for the rights of others, um, become an advocate, any way that you can take a stand. And it doesn't have to be grandiose. This doesn't have to be this big, big thing and show and tell uh, for the world. It could be something really small uh, that an individual does just to help somebody. But we have to take a stand in the way that we're living in order to craft that lasting legacy. So one of the the things that I find when people who don't take a stand, the things that typically happen is you start letting people speak for you. So you start letting uh, people decide the things that can go, especially if you're thinking about in a work setting or somewhere where you're working in a group where you may not agree but you don't want to speak up. And thus what happens is that whoever is willing to speak up gets to dictate the narrative. And you don't need anybody dictating your narrative. This is your narrative. And so if you don't agree, we have to start speaking up and not letting others speak for us. We we have a voice and we can use it anytime we need to. And so having that confidence to speak up for yourself Two is just feeling that you always have to compromise. And that's not always true. Um, There are certain things that are just non-negotiables, period. Anything that's focusing on my well-being and safety and my ability to, one, have control over my body or the things that are in my environment, non-negotiables. Anything that's going to impact my health and well-being, non-negotiable. So you don't always have to compromise. You can compromise on things that are not as important or not things that are going to directly impact your ability. So you're working in a group and they say, well, we think that we should just go to the market and volunteer at the market. Well, you want to volunteer, right? 
So you thought maybe we could go to the Goodwill and they wanted to go to, you know, the the market and, and volunteer. So you're still volunteering. So it's, a, it's something that's not a non-negotiable. So that's something that you can compromise on. But if you're getting to the point where, oh, we're, we've decided that we're going to do testing at work or give out flu shots and everybody has to give them and we're thinking of making that a policy and you have a, you don't believe in that and you have the ability and you have the seat to be able to stand up to say, I don't think that you can enforce people to do that. That's something that needs to be stood up and said, that's a non-negotiable. This is something that I don't believe in. You can't make me do it. Non-negotiable. Um, and a, another reason why people uh, don't take a stand, they're not quite sure what they want. They don't know uh, on issues where they stand. They haven't made a decision yet. And so it it takes time for them to understand um what do I want out of this situation? What works for me? And how can I get to a place where I'm understanding my own feelings about um, a situation? And I and I talk about it before taking times to get to know our own selves. So get to know what we're feeling, uh, processing through those feelings and what they mean for us in the long run. And I think that that's important that you have to process through things to get to know because you don't want to jump into something and you're not quite sure or have a great understanding about it and lose yourself and then realize down the line this is not what I wanted so you do want to take the time to think about the things that um you are engaging in and participating in and taking a stand for because knowledge is power so of course take out those journals I have four ways that you can work on getting to the point where you can take a stand in your own life and in situations so jumping right in um understanding that it's not a big deal it doesn't have to be something that's blast on social media and everybody has to know it can be something really small as you helping somebody giving somebody an idea sharing your knowledge that you have you're taking a stand and and making a commitment to help others but it doesn't have to be anything big and I know a lot of people get that kind of fear and I've been there um letting people know my ideas or making a big deal about it I'm not always comfortable with making a big deal about the things that I do because that's not why I do I don't do it for the attention I do it just because it's on my heart so understanding that just because it's it you're you don't feel like it's all blast and everything doesn't mean that you're not taking a stand or it doesn't have to be that way if that's not what you want as long as you're taking a stand um to being intentional so that goes back to that understanding what we want it's really understanding the intent behind why we're doing it and is that intent pure are we doing it to gain something? Are we doing it to just to benefit us uh, at the mercy of others? Uh, so thinking about your intentions and why you're really doing it and how does that make you feel about what you're doing and the intent behind it? To discovering what is important to you. So there will be a lot of things out there that you can take a stand on. There's a lot of things, but you need to prioritize. You don't want to overwhelm yourself or feel obligated to um, take a stand on an issue that 
is not meaningful to you and don't let others feel make you feel guilty about not jumping on the issue because they feel like you should want to jump on that issue. Uh, there is nothing that says that because you're um, a woman, you have to be a feminist. There's, you know, nothing that says that about those issues that that's what you have to advocate for. You can well believe in women's rights issues and still say, well, you know, I still want to advocate for um, people with disabilities and their rights. And that's within your rights. So don't let anyone make you feel guilty about not advocating for something that they feel like you should be advocating for. Because that goes back to the intention and discovering what's passionate to you. Because if not, it's just going to fizzle out. You're going to be there. You're going to say, yeah, I'm gung-ho, but your heart is not going to be wholly in it. And that is where the issue comes when you're not wholly in it. You don't fully commit to it. So you're not really taking a stand. You're taking some time to go over there and try some new things, but it's not taking a stand because you're not fully committed to it. And then last is understanding that it's not a popularity contest. And I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm a jump on this bandwagon that's going on, even though I'm not fully educated on this issue or fully educated um, about the group that I'm, I'm working with. And groups pop up so often um and people are saying oh join this and and join this and come to this meeting and have a good understanding of that we know social media can uh be very uh there's a very a lot of manipulated information that is out there and so we we have to be mindful um about what we're seeing and it's not a popular popularity contest so it's not just joining something just to say hey i'm a part of this um to get numbers to get feedback or to make you look good it should really be the heart behind it the passion the pure intention of the things that you want to take a stand on and having a clear understanding of your commitment to that idea and what you're taking a stand on so i hope you are motivated today to start thinking about what are the things that you take a stand on and how you can uh, continue to grow in that and apply these four ways to become more intentful in how you take a stand. You've just finished listening to episode six, taking a stand of the Legacy Alice podcast. It can be hard sometimes to take that first step into knowing what we want to stand up for, who we want to advocate for, and how to do it. And sometimes we are the one who needs the advocacy. But the courage really comes in just stepping out there, stepping out on that faith and knowing that regardless of what happens, that you stood up for what you believed in. I hope you were inspired this week and it carries you on to next week. Joining us for episode seven, making a seat at the table. See you next week.